Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your ever-present host, Michael Boldia. And uh, another week has come and gone. We are still here. And uh, we will be here for as long as the Lord wills it. Uh, As has become customary, I have a tendency of letting you know. Uh, when the program is being recorded, and today is such a day. However, it is very fresh. Uh, we are recording today, June the 2nd, the year of our Lord, 2022. So uh, this will air uh, in a few hours. So, um, you know, I mean, a lot can change in a few hours, don't get me wrong. Uh, we, we could be in all-out war, uh, given what's happening uh, within the next few hours. So, you know... It's neither here nor there. But for now, there are things we must discuss. There are things we must talk about uh, because, uh, well, not a day goes by without uh, something going awry, without something happening. A friend of mine texted me a picture of his local gas station in Southern California. Uh, Diesel is at 9 bucks. Gas is at 8 So... uh, if anything, uh, American prophetic uh, aimed a little low. I thought seven bucks would cap it. Nope, we've hit eight. And if we've hit eight, uh, given what's happening geopolitically, I know. I, I use big words to impress you so you think I know stuff. Uh, given what's happening geopolitically, uh, we, we may see 10 bucks a gallon uh, come midsummer. Uh, And you all know what that means for everything else. Uh, Whether it's by rail or by truck, uh, everything costs more to get delivered to the store. And so uh, the store will pass the cost on to you because, well, they're not going to operate at a loss. Uh, Now, before we get into the thick of it, I know that some of you missed out uh on uh the ground floor opportunity of bucket of gruel uh and we have another exciting opportunity for you uh again it's 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 all about forward projection we 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 look at what's happening today uh we look at what's been happening for the last few months and then you do a little math and go yep this is going to be a banger this, uh, this will probably exceed the Bucket of Gruel franchise. So uh, the next opportunity uh, that I have for you is uh, Kentucky Fried Roadkill. Uh, this is going to be a chain of restaurants. I mean, I have a vision, okay? A, a chain of restaurants throughout the Midwest, even maybe the Southwest, we're not, we're not going to open any franchises in California or New York because uh, those people, you know, they'll eat their fingernails and uh, rifle through their feces to see if there's anything they, they, they can remasticate. Uh, but I, I, I think this, this is a glorious opportunity. 
And uh, for those of you that missed out on Bucket of Gruel, open your ears. This is this is a hot one. I, I, I almost feel bad about letting the cat out of the bag because uh, patent, still pending. However, I love you. And so uh, I, I got to give you these little tidbits. So you don't go, well, you just tell us bad things. All we get is bad news from you. And we're going back to, uh, you know, uh, Joel Osteen. Well. Kentucky Fried Roadkill, the next innovation in not-so-culinary arts. Uh, there are no secret spices. We're not competing with Kentucky Fried Chicken because uh, who's going to go to Kentucky Fried Chicken and pay $87 for a two-piece? A wing and a thigh, a stale biscuit, and some mashed potatoes that look like they came out of somebody's nostrils. Have you ever seen the mashed potatoes at KFC with the gravy? I've, I've hawked up more appetizing loogies. So, KFC, dying model. Chicken's way too expensive. I haven't had a piece of chicken in forever. Uh, so, this is, this is, I mean, this has potential. Kentucky Fried Roadkill. There's no secret spices. There's no rubs. It's just really low overhead. So basically, it's roadkill that we cook uh, in used motor oil on old car hubcaps. Uh, Overhead, minimal. So either it's $87 for a two-piece at Kentucky Fried Chicken or $878 for mystery meat at Kentucky Fried Roadkill. Huh? Huh? There you go. You're welcome. I know. You're thinking to yourself, how can this man be such a genius? Well, um, I ate a lot of chicken wings while they were still cheap. The protein helped with uh, my synaptic responses. And so, yes, uh, mentally, I am gargantuan. Um, it's again, I, I think we, we over bucket of gruel is yesterday's news. Kentucky fried roadkill is the future. Uh, and that way, uh, you could be in on the ground floor. Uh, I know that some of you are thinking to yourselves, but roadkill, ick. Well, if you get hungry enough, which a lot of people likely will in the next few months, because although I would like to say, hey, we've hit the bottom, we're climbing back up, uh, I, I, I think that come August, you'll see how bad it can get, and it will only get worse from there, because we're still waiting for a couple of the tent poles of uh, this particular global economy to bend and break, one of which is real estate. It's already starting, uh, but we're not going to see the full thrust of it um, eh, for a couple months. Uh, Once that happens, uh, the banking system is going to go into a nosedive because there's people that are going to just not pay their credit card bills, not pay their mortgages. Uh, There are going to be bountiful delinquencies. Uh, There's going to be a lot of people that are going to have a really hard time. I mean, all joking aside, I know if somebody wants to run with Kentucky Fried Roadkill, the patent isn't pending. 
I'm just throwing ideas out there. Uh, if you make a go of it, you know, uh, do something good for somebody else. But it, uh, look, just as little as what, a month ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, certain specialists in financing were saying, uh, this is going to blow over. This is, this is just, you know, it's just a little cloud. But the sun is hiding behind the cloud, and once the cloud passes, the sun shall shine again. Now, yours truly, uh, via his gifting, a la American Prophetic, or as you've come to know it, American Prophetic, uh, told you, no, it's not getting better. This, this, this thing is, uh, I don't know, a bobsled down an elevator chute with a greased bottom. Uh, when, when we hit bottom, you're going to feel it. It's going to rattle your teeth. We're not at the bottom yet. But the people that were saying, hey, you know, just a little smidgen of a cloud. After that, smooth sailing. Now they're saying we're looking in the mouth of a hurricane. And the hurricane's coming. Same exact person that said, hey, nothing to worry about. Nothing to concern yourself over. Go back to watching the Johnny Depp trial. You know, find something to do. I know that Netflix hasn't put out anything good in the last 10 years, but that's not the point. You can watch documentaries and you think you're smarter for it. I mean, I heard a guy... Just in passing, he was talking to another guy at the Star about watching a documentary about a guy who fell in love with either an octopus or a dolphin, and and apparently he he built up an attraction. And he was talking about, I saw this documentary on Netflix. I mean, it was eye-opening. This this man spent years with this, this dolphin and apparently had feelings for it. This is the kind of stuff people waste their lives with. Just because it says it's a documentary, it's not going to make you smarter for watching it. I mean, I, my, my eight-year-old's watching uh, all the animals that can kill you on every continent on YouTube. So she basically doesn't want to leave the house now. Because every continent has animals that will kill you. Whether fast or slow, whether painfully or less so. I don't want to go anywhere. Well, we don't have the money to go anywhere. Welcome to the new America. You have to save six months to fill your gas tank. So it's not as though people have big plans about world travel. I'm, I'm going to go see Europe. Yeah, you are. What, you're going to sell a kidney? If you choose to be distracted by... Um, just the, 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 the usual foolishness that they keep pumping out, hoping that people don't notice. Uh, they're getting broker with each passing day. Be my guest. Documentaries are plenty about everything. You'll, you'll know why uh, you know, the platypus breathes through its eyelids rather than its nose. No, that's not a real thing. I don't know. I don't watch documentaries. Uh, my, my life is full to the brim with surviving. Pardon me while I sip from my delicious beverage. 
it's it's I'm I'm just boiling the hot rocks right now because coffee's going just getting out of control, expensive. So you just go grab you know a fistful of gravel, a few stones, boil it in a pot, and pretend it's coffee. Because that's what we're told. You should, you know what? We understand chicken out of your budget, beef out of your budget, pork out of your budget. But perhaps you can still buy a jar of dill pickles once in a while. They're flavor packed. And sure, you know, I yes, the the, the like the Vlasic pickles, the ones that crunch, they're overpriced. But you can get generic. You can get, like, Grandma Vada's pickles. She pickles them in her bathtub. They're, like, half price from what Vlasic is. They don't have the crunch, mind you, but still. See, the name of the game uh, for the next, well, for the foreseeable future, yes, future, I said future, uh, for the foreseeable future is low overhead. That should, any business you get into, whether it's Kentucky Fried Roadkill or anything else, Low overhead is the name of the game. So it doesn't matter if it's nutritionally dense. It doesn't matter if it tastes good. It doesn't matter if it smells funky. It doesn't matter if it's still moving after you cook it. Uh, As long as it's cheap and filling, you're going to have a customer base. Um, So what do we start with? All right, I, I don't want to, but... Let's let's get something. Let's let's air some laundry here. Let's clear something up. Uh, over the next month or so, there have been uh, three shootings that have uh, um, been national headlines. The first was the supermarket shooting. The second was the school shooting in Texas yesterday. There was a hospital shooting in Oklahoma because the narrative is still, you know, tilted to white rage. Look, look at what white people are. Look, the guy that shot up the supermarket was white. Uh, The one in Texas was brown. And the one uh, yesterday in Oklahoma was black. So that particular narrative of white rage is dying down. What's my point in all of this? My point is is that evil doesn't know skin color. Evil doesn't know ethnicity. There is, there is no one that is pure and everyone else is evil. Evil is evil. I mean, you're not going to hear about Asian shooters because they prefer knives. There was a guy with what, like a, a, a cleaver in Japan that killed 12 people. 12 people with a knife, with a meat cleaver. So evil finds a way to manifest itself as long as evil is not rebuffed. As long as evil is not resisted. As long as the light does not shine to dispel the darkness, the darkness will find a way to manifest itself regardless of the skin color of the individual perpetrating said evil. We keep looking for reasons 
of why these things are happening. And I'm sad to tell you, we haven't even gotten started yet. Right now, every major city is seeing a spike in murder rates, in armed robberies, in carjackings. Because as someone, don't know who, but somebody told you, when it becomes a crime of necessity rather than of opportunity, that's when things go bonkers. And right now there are some people that even though it's not as bad as it's going to get, not even close, there are enough people out there, especially in some major cities, feeling the pinch enough where crime is no longer of opportunity but of necessity. Now, there is one thing I do want to discuss before we get, get into anything else, and that is something um, yours truly warned you about when we started imposing sanctions on Russia. Again, for posterity, and if someone is willing to go back through the hours and hours of audio, they can find when I told you that if we sanction the Russians, the only thing that's going to happen is they're going to find a way to circumvent the dollar. All the other nations of the world, especially the nefarious ones, will find a way to do commerce while excluding the U.S. dollar. And I saw this. uh, It came out a couple of days ago, and the headline uh, from uh, Bloomberg, or Bloomberg, depending, you know, if you're French, it's Bloomberg. It's not. I don't know. I can't, I I can only handle so much murder and mayhem. I I can only handle so many rainbow flags before I want to poke out my eyes with a number two pencil. So, uh, I I need to make a joke once in a while just to keep my sanity. Levity is good for the soul, even in times such as these. You need to be able to smile, if not outright belly laugh once in a while, even if everything is crumbling around you. Because what choice do you have? We're We're not supposed to be morbid, sad people looking for the end of the world. I know there are some that are, oh, it's almost time. I packed my bags. The bus is coming. Rapture's here. And yet here we are. We've been talking about the rapture and the fact that it needs to happen pretty soon because things are getting pretty bad for the last dozen years. Unless everyone that's missing uh, was a shut-in that nobody checked on. The rapture has not occurred. Hola, como estar ustedes? As they would say in California. That means, how are you? Are you well? Well, you're still here. So, again, we, we can have that mindset of uh, none of this concerns me because I'm not going to be here for it, but you are here for it. It's happening before your eyes. It's getting worse every single day before your eyes. And so these are things we need to discuss in light of the fact that in his goodness, God forewarned of these days, not only through, and again, yes, I believe in prophecy. Do I believe that prophecy is abused in the modern age? Oh, yes. 
Do I believe that prophecy is used as a means of fleecing God's people in the modern age? Oh, yes. Do I believe that those people speaking in the name of the Lord when the Lord has not spoken it will answer for it? Most definitively, yes. However, if you don't want to deal with prophecy of the modern age, go to what the book says. Go to the Bible, read the Word of God and what it says regarding the last days. And in the back of your mind, always be aware of one undeniable fact. The Word of God was written for the children of God. The world sees it as foolishness. The children of God see it as God's divine message to his own. And so if God included countless texts and passages regarding the last days in the book, why would we just gloss over them and shrug our shoulders and go, well, uh, that that doesn't pertain to me because... well, it's the Left Behind series told me I wasn't going to be here for these things. And, well, they sold over 2 million copies, so uh, that, that's believable. I mean, over 2 million people have read the Left Behind series. So who are you to challenge that? I'm nobody. But the book challenges it. You have a decision to make. Whose report will you believe? I'm not asking whose report would you prefer. I'm not asking whose report would you like to believe. But given the credibility of both, given the track record of both, given that the word of God never missed once, but all these people that have been setting dates since 88 reasons why Christ is coming in 88, Who are you going to believe? I, you know, and, and that's the thing. Uh, it's going to be hard to write a book, you know, 2022 reasons why Christ is coming in 2022. Uh, and if you do, you know, 22 reasons why he's coming in 22, that would be too short a book and you couldn't get it published. So there's not going to be a happy medium until maybe we hit, you know, 2065, 2070. That's when they can start writing, rehashing those books again. Look, it's not up to me to command God as to when the end comes. The only thing that is up to me is to follow his command when he says, endure to the end. For only he who endures to the end saves. Simple, to the point self-explanatory i know i know there's people up in arms right now getting ready warming up their fingers i'm gonna write them a mean email because so-and-so said i don't care what so-and-so said when it comes to things of this magnitude when it comes to things of this sort of import the only thing that i can look to The only thing that I can believe without doubt or hesitation is the word of God. And the word of God says, he who endures to the end shall be saved. Argue with him. 
I got lawns to mow. I got daughters to feed and read stories to. I don't have time to argue with you. Well, but you know, uh, it's uh, back in uh, 1682, Fatima, and in 1786, three Polish girls in a tree. I don't care. The book says, and that's all I am concerned with. What does the book say? Would I like it to say something else? Would I like it to say something different? The flesh me would. I wish Jesus would have said everything he said in Matthew 24, then at the end. But this doesn't concern you. Because you're not going to be there for it. Hey, I would have breathed the sigh of relief and I'd have popped some more popcorn even though my microwave gave out and now I have to make popcorn the old-fashioned way, burning kernels on the stove. That's fun. Um, and, and, and I would have watched the world disintegrate into chaos because Jesus said it right there. All these things are going to happen, but you're not going to be here for it. That's not what he said. So if that's not what Jesus said, I don't care what anybody else says. I'm not here to massage your feelings. I'm not here to cradle you in my arms and make you feel better about yourself. I'm here to prepare you. Either you're a soldier or you're not. Either you take my words at face value and do what you can to mitigate what's coming, or you don't. That's on you. But I cannot betray the gospel for the sake of your feelings. I cannot betray the gospel in order to soothe you for a season. So, again, American prophetic, I told you, I told you. The only thing we're doing by uh, continued uh, sanctions upon Russia and China and everybody else See, because, again, I know, well, there you go, defending the last administration again. The Chinese sanctions were very different than the sanctions we're putting on the Russians. Let's just go there. But if somebody goes back, I'm sure they'll find the clip. I told you, the more sanctions we put on the Russians, the more they will circumvent the U.S. dollar. They will find countries to do business with. China, India, Pakistan, Iran, Saudi Arabia being among them. So, from Bloomberg News, uh, two days ago, U.S. rivals shunning dollar lifts yuan, or is it yuan? Is it the yuan? The yuan. The Chinese currency. I know. You're making fun of Chinese people, and they make fun of us. Because they have just as hard a time pronouncing Sebastian as we have pronouncing Yuan. Uh, different cultures, different languages. It is what it is. I know we can't be different. Everybody's got to be the same and we have to believe the same and we have to embrace the same. And everybody has to wave rainbow flags. Otherwise, you're a homophobic, misogynist, transphobic. And everybody has to say, you're beautiful in a dress, Bob. No, they don't. I know that's what some people want. Because 
every time any sort of criticism is laid at the feet of a certain demographic, because they have no defense of their position other than, I was born this way and I like anal prolapse. I, good on you. But I don't have to like it and I don't have to validate it and I don't have to embrace it. And, and Lord knows I don't have to have you teaching it to my kids or accept it. So let's just get that straight, Bob, in a dress. But back to what we were discussing. See, because it's, it's, it's the hot rock water. That's what's making me edgy. I guess it has some caffeine in there. Maybe it's some cat turd. Who knows? So U.S. rivals shunning dollar lift yuan ruble trading by 1,067%. Volumes between Russian Chinese currencies near $4 billion as nations seek to protect their economies from U.S. sanctions. So the best way I can describe this is if one of my daughters did something really naughty. Uh, I don't know. They're, they're good kids, but they're still kids. You know how it is. But let's say the older one did something really bad. Uh, the way this, these sanctions seems to be working out would be if I went to the daughter that did something naughty and said, you know what, I'm going to punish you. This, this is your punishment. Go watch TV. And then to the one that did nothing, that was just sitting there doodling with her Crayolas, I'd go, and you – you go and vacuum the living room. There is more pain being brought upon the average citizen of the United States due to the sanctions that we are imposing on the Russians than there is upon the Russians themselves. Why? Because there are still nations in the world who are willing to do business. With the Russians, we're still willing to buy their grain. We're still willing to buy their oil. And what we will end up doing at some point, because the gas situation is not getting fixed, is we'll be buying Russian oil through the Chinese at an upcharge or through the Pakistanis or the Indians or whoever. But we'll still be buying it. We'll just be paying more. So... This is where we are. The emerging multipolar world now includes foreign exchange markets. As China and Russia, the biggest challengers to U.S. supremacy, boost direct trading between their currencies. Monthly volumes on the ruble-yuan pair have surged 1,067% to almost $4 billion. Since the start of the war in Ukraine, as the two nations seek to reduce their reliance on the dollar and boost bilateral trade to overcome current and potential U.S. sanctions. Bike coincides with the rally in the ruble to a five-year high. 
The ruble is at a five-year high. The Fed just retrograded the U.S. dollar. Make sense? I know. Of course it does. How? It doesn't. But this is where we are. Now, I know you're thinking to yourself, boy, oh boy. I mean, I'm just glad that we have such a strong defense that even though we may be hurting for a minute, uh, there's no chance that these nations will get uppity and try to do something violent to us. U.S. Marine Corps goes woke and celebrates Pride Month with rainbow bullets. Yes, it's intentional silence because I have no words. The U.S. Marine Corps marked the first day of Pride Month with a celebratory image featuring rainbow bullets. Throughout June, the U.S. Marine Corps, you know, those guys that are big, burly, tough man-killers. Well, those guys are taking pride in recognizing and honoring the contributions of our LGBTQ service members. The U.S. Marine Corps said in a statement posted to social media, But wait, there's more. You say to yourself, at least they're doing something about the energy prices. You know, fine, let them have their revelry. Let them have their foolishness. At least they're working towards bettering the lives of the average citizen. Biden's energy department calls for pride this month, next month, always, as gas prices hit record highs. Joe Biden's Department of Energy marked the first day of Pride Month by calling for pride this month and next month and always, as gas prices continue to skyrocket, reaching another record high on Wednesday. Now, I know... Some of you didn't believe me back way when, five, six, ten years ago, when I told you this was a concerted effort to indoctrinate children, to propagandize children, and to make every institution of government wholly subject to their perversion. You doubted me. You go, oh no, it's live and let live. They do their thing, we do our thing. How long before they set their sights on the church? They already have. Uh, at, at, At this point, given the fact that the economy's in shambles and people can't buy chicken anymore, 
They're hard-pressed to find the necessary support to go after the churches for not fully embracing pride this month, next month, and always. But eventually, they will set their target upon the church. They will see the church as the one impediment to their utopia. I'm reminded of Israel when God sent the plague of serpents as they were marching through the desert, when they bowed to their idols. And Moses erected the bronze serpent, and those who would look upon it would be healed. But some refused to look upon it. They turned their heads and died in their agonies because their rebellion was so ingrained. We are a nation that is imploding. Every single metric that you look at objectively will tell you this. We are a nation that has no rudder. We are a nation that has no moral compass. And every single opportunity that we are given to double down on perversion, every single opportunity that we are given to double down on sin, every single opportunity that we are given to double down on the things that God abhors, we take. And again, I know I sound like a broken record. I sound like a broken record to myself. But where is the church in all of this? Why is the church not raising its voice? I've got more for you. Guess what? The U.S. Embassy to the Vatican flies the rainbow flag for Pride Month. It's like 2% of the population or something. That's a lot of influence to wield for 2% of the population. The U.S. Embassy to the Holy See began flying the LGBT rainbow flag Wednesday and tweeted in celebration of Pride Month, an innovation of the Biden administration. But heavens forbid you say the word Christmas. That is a bridge too far, sir. How offensive are you to say Merry Christmas? We shouldn't even say Happy Holidays. We should not even mark the day. No, no. But hey, if you're a pervert, you get a whole month. Congratulations. The U.S. Embassy to the Holy See, this is in the Vatican, began flying the LGBT rainbow flag Wednesday and tweeted in celebration of Pride Month an innovation of the Biden administration. Of course it is. I know. Beth Moore. Hi, Beth. I can't stand populists and Trump. Look at him. 
Look at him bringing the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. Look at him defending unborn babies. That's just wrong. I want to see Dr. Jill's flowing hair and the rainbow flag flying. At the U.S. Embassy in Rome. Yes, indeed. The U.S. Embassy to the Holy See. Thank you, Beth. This is the second year running in which the U.S. Embassy to the Holy See celebrates Pride Month after Secretary of State Antony Blinken issued a blanket authorization for U.S. diplomatic outposts around the globe to fly the rainbow flag on the same flagpole as the U.S. flag, underscoring support for LGBTQ rights. I'm waiting for them to try that in Turkey or in uh, Iran or Pakistan. Come on! I understand you don't have the testicular fortitude because of the limp wrists and stuff, but you know what? Make a statement. Go to a Muslim country and try that nonsense at your embassy. Huh? But this is where we are. And, 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 and there's still people holding out hope for Trump bare-chested on a unicorn with an M16. There, there's still people holding out hope that this is somehow a political solution. Or that there is a political solution to this. We have embraced perversion. We have taken the most loathsome practices in the history of man and elevated them to the point that they're celebrated for an entire month once a year. And then not to be outdone, uh, apparently, who was it? Uh, I got a, an insurance company, State Farm. That's right. Like a pedophilic child-grooming neighbor, State Farm is there. They were passing out propaganda to five-year-olds. So I know that my listening audience isn't in the millions or in the teens, but if you happen to have State Farm Insurance, I would encourage you, call them up and say, no mas, I'm going to Allstate. They're just as bad as you, but they're not trying to groom kids. I understand that even law, all states law, you're in good hands. I don't want to be in your hands. Just cover me if I hit a deer. That's all I'm asking. So state farms in the business of grooming young children. The only thing these people understand is the bottom line. And if they start bleeding they will no longer support these these outlandish things. Who was it? Netflix 
uh, well, we're not going to, you know, do uh, those kinds of things anymore. Well, now that your stock's down 70%, of course, you got the message. And just to be clear, if you go back to them, you're only aiding and abetting this kind of stuff. So, yes, State Farm decided that it would be really smart to target children regarding, you know, transgenderism and sexual orientation. And people have had enough. Look, I, I was joking with a friend on Facebook this morning. It's, it's like a unicorn had diarrhea. Everywhere you look, online, you rainbow flags everywhere. Stop already. You're a sexual deviant and you're mentally ill. That's nothing to celebrate. There is no continuity of species in your practice. If you didn't groom children, and if you didn't try to, you know, get them to cross over and come to the other side, your, your, your way of life would die out. Our very influential people for whom this is a primary agenda. And it's not so much adults, it's children. Because if you can get them young enough, if you get them to quote-unquote question their sexuality or wonder if they really are the gender that, you know, their body parts tell them they are, then this thing will only continue to metastasize. And there are individuals pushing back because I I told you, I'm not even going to, you know, American prophetic. I told you, I told you years ago, they will not stop. They will continue. What, a, a teacher in North Carolina, preschool teacher in North Carolina was using flashcards portraying a pregnant man. Preschool. Showing flashcards to kids with a pregnant man. But like I said, people are getting fed up. Who is it? The head of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America has finally called for the resignation of uh, Bishop Elizabeth Eaton. We talked about her a few weeks ago. The one that was, was, was defending the decency of abortion and baby murder. Uh, so, yeah, she, uh, apparently she's finally getting canned. Lutheran LGBT ministry suspends ELCA's first trans-identified bishop. But, again, and they obfuscated here because it's over racist allegations. No, because she's unbiblical. Because she's confused. Because she's mentally ill. It, he, whatever. I don't, go, I don't care anymore. 
Look, we, we need to stop walking on eggshells here. There's boys in dresses shooting up schools. And we're still not willing to call it a mental illness. Stop walking on eggshells. No, I will not give you quarter. No. I'm not going to call you by my pronoun or your pronoun or whatever. I don't care if you think your name's Betty because you put on a dress. You're still Bob. Hello, Bob. We've been trying to walk on eggshells because we have an aversion to conflict, verbal or otherwise. And the other side know this, so they keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And what the other side doesn't seem to, 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 to understand or get is that people will only bite their tongues for so long. And their biggest misstep was actually coming right out and saying, hey, yeah, we're after your kids. Remember that, that choir in, in uh, what was it, San Francisco, the gay men's choir that put on an entire production of how, yep, you're right, we're going to sodomize your children. Yep, you're right. And parents were like, hold, what, hold on a second. You mean those, those people we thought were crazy that kept warning us about this stuff, they really weren't crazy? Nope, we weren't crazy. We just had foresight. We had discernment. And this is what the church is lacking. We are lacking discernment and we are lacking foresight. And because we are lacking these things, because we have done away with the spiritual aspects of church, the devil does whatever he wants. And the minute, the minute you say anything, they play the victim and they try to shame you into silence. That's the way it works. So I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to fly the LGBTQIA plus 2IPPU flag on a mosque somewhere. Have some fortitude. Come on, be brave. I know, you're so brave. Bob, Bob, you're so brave putting on that dress, Bob. You know what, Bob? Go to a Muslim country and try to fly the rainbow flag. That'll make you brave. I'm sick of it. Because it doesn't stop. It never stops. And look, they, 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 they try to pull the rubber band. If somebody objects, they let it die down for a couple of months and then they try again. You think that the pedophilia thing's done? No. They just got too much of a pushback, and so they took a step back, took a breather, and they're going to come back again. They need to find somebody sympathetic. Love is love. They haven't found that sympathetic person yet, because every time one of them comes out, I'm, I'm attracted to minors. They look like a pervert. You want to have them castrated. They're still looking for that sympathetic individual that will make people embrace love however there's no age there's no gender there's no nothing we have lost our minds we have 
succumbed to evil without even putting up a fight. And again, where is the church? Why is the church not saying anything? They're embracing it. Well, we have to love it. No, you don't love sin. I'm sorry. Jesus didn't look to the rich young ruler and go, hey, you know, I get it, but come on. You can hang. And the rich young ruler wasn't a sodomite. He just liked money. Can we, can we stop with this nonsense with these, these, these martial good saints? I saw one this morning that annoyed me. The reason God allowed a recession is so that we trust them a thousand percent. Shut up. The reason God allowed a recession is because we turned our back on God and God said, have at it. You think Robinette Biden can lead you to the promised land? Be my guest. We, we, we need to stop with the cliches and the nonsense. I understand it's appealing to the cat moms and the Beth Moore fans. I get it. But at some point, you got to armor up and strap on your boots and go, whoop, this is the line. No more. And that's when they'll take you seriously. Because as long as you're posting, you know, quirky things on Facebook, they laugh at you. Make them hurt where it hurts. If you have State Farm, call them up. Yeah, I want to cancel my policy. And when they ask you why, well, because you've been encouraging people to pass out uh, pedophilic material to underage children. You've been encouraging your sales force to groom children for prospective sodomization. Be brutally honest. Stop walking on eggshells. Well, we had to fire our uh, first trans-identified bishop over alleged racist actions. No, we shouldn't have hired her in the first place. Her, it, him, whatever. I know you're not respecting her pronouns. Nope. If you were born Bob, I'm going to call you Bob. That's just the way it is. I know I'm a dinosaur. But you know what? It took a meteor to take out the dinosaurs. They survived for a while. Don't, 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 don't give in. Not without a fight. Not without having your voice heard. Because that's what they're hoping for. They're hoping enough people will be silent for long enough where when they realize they should say something, it'll be too late. We're still here. And as long as we're still here, we're supposed to put up a fight. As long as we're still here, we're supposed to resist the devil. As long as we're still here, we're supposed to be the light. As long as we're still here, we're supposed to call sin, sin. Regardless of who it might offend. We're still here. 
and we will be for quite some time, and it's going to get worse. And when it's all said and done, you're not going to have the excuse of, well, nobody told me, because I just did. So with that, God bless you. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll be with you again next week, unless uh, somebody with uh, rainbow bullets comes a-knocking. But, yeah, I'll be fine. My is not limp. Anyway, God bless you. Gino, if you've got anything to say, say it! Hey, Mike, thank you so much. Well, the Bible says, Woe unto them that say the Lord spoke and he didn't speak. Whoa, that's a woe. And whenever God says woe, he means it. Why? Because we allow people to follow something false, and when they follow something false and a false prophecy is perpetrated, it can be disastrous. Remember Y2K? You know, all these terrible things are going to happen when we go into 2000, you know, the year 2000. And what happened? A lot of people were hurt, bought tons of food, bought silver-lined, you know, underwear and long johns, probably spent millions of dollars on all these things and nothing happened. Then you can go further and probably three or four years ago, the whole September thing, something was going to happen. I forgot the whole issue with that. But there's been, you know, multiple things or people saying, thus saith the Lord, he didn't speak. I'm reminded under COVID, the brother with the Assembly of God that kept coming out with his prophetic words, and a lot of those failed. And there's numerous instances where people said, thus saith the Lord, and, and it failed. But then you get a brother who really speaks the will of God, like judgment coming to America, and we need to repent, and, and that God is castigated or put down. People would rather hear the, the cushy things, you know, instead of the real prophetic warning of God. I know with uh, Mitru Dudeman and with Mike, has traveled with both of them, I know that when these brothers, we, when we went out in Wisconsin, or I went out with Mike, telling churches to repent, telling people to get right with God was not popular. And many times we were under or, or traveling during some flurry of prophetic utterance that absolutely was wrong. And uh, so it's very critical for people that say, thus saith the Lord, that they're 100% saying what God said, and it's 100% accurate. Um, the second point is, Amos 3.7, God does nothing till he what? Tells his servants the prophets. So he does always have a true voice in a country before he punishes that country. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. We have many people that call, email, letting us know they enjoy this broadcast, and we're glad you enjoy it. Get it out to other people. Get the word out, because it is a word of warning, admonition, and Mike has some good humor, which is much needed. So, again, thank you for listening to The Light of Truth. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth, with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, 
You can email us at handofhelpoffice at AOL.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are